Hello, everyone, and welcome to Co-Creation Station, the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin, and I am located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie, and I am a transformational life coach, and I'm also an abundant receiver, and I'm in San Diego, California. We want to thank you so much for listening or watching uh, today, however you're enjoying this episode. Um, Especially if you're new, we want to mention to you that we sometimes mention the names of Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks or both on the podcast here. If you're not familiar with those names, Esther is a speaker and author who channels Abraham. Abraham is described as a group of entities from beyond our physical world who share their wisdom by speaking through Esther at workshops and speaking opportunities around the world. Might sound a little weird, but it's cool. Trust us. Um, you can find more about them by searching on YouTube or searching on your web browser. Um, but you can also, they have a website, abraham-hicks.com, where you can find out more information. Um, each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping off point. And I guess I have the jumping off point this week. And uh, I did briefly just try to run it by Stephanie right before we hit record, because I just, sometimes my topics, I feel like they have a little too much resistance. Um, and I want to, I want to, I want to have the episode from a place of abundance and possibility and all that. But um, she said, "Go ahead and hit record in mid sentence." So I guess my topic's okay. Um, so recently, uh, something I am surprisingly struggling with a little bit is the fact that, um, and I've talked about this on the podcast before. I was when I was a kid and when I was in college, um, I played a tabletop role-playing game called Dungeons and Dragons. It was super fun for me. It was one of the biggest sources of joy in my life. And then I just didn't play for like a really long time, more than 20 years, actually, which is always scary for me to say out loud. Um, but uh, thanks to a lot to the work that we do here with the Art of Allowing and, and uh, understanding how the law of attraction works. So like now I have this like amazingly abundant Dungeons and Dragons life. I play every Saturday with a group that plays uh, D&D online, not the video game version, but we transport the tabletop version into an online environment. Um, And then I run a Dungeons and Dragons game at a gaming store in Burbank. Um, Shout out to Emerald Knights uh, Comics and Games in Burbank, by the way. Um, So I run a game there every Tuesday night for um, seven other people. We've been playing that every week for over a year and still going strong. Um, And it's led to all this other stuff. Like I'm like, I watch, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons and role-playing game videos on YouTube and um, come and always come up with different ideas and things like that. Um, buying games and books in that Paul world. And I, Colin drove down. We went and saw the movie here in Dungeons San Diego when it came out. Yeah. Which again, awesome. if people haven't seen the Dungeons and Dragons movie, um, it's amazing and it's really wonderful. I was just thinking yesterday about the scene in the graveyard. Spoiler alert. But that scene in the graveyard is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. comes, that was great. Yeah. That comes right <laughs> out of the game too. Like it was really heartwarming for me as a fan because I was like, that's something that happens in the game when you're playing it. Mm-hmm. And then the writers were so brilliant. They gave you an experience as watching the movie that you might have playing the game. It was really great. Um, also yesterday was yesterday was free tabletop role-playing game day nationwide in America. And so I went to geeky tees uh, games and also in Burbank um for their free tabletop role-playing game day event and i um they were having a, a bunch of different stuff they were raffling off and you but you only got one raffle ticket and you had to choose 
what thing you were trying to win the raffle for. And they had a giant size, like, I don't know, it was like six feet tall movie poster of the Dungeons and Dragons movie. And so I put my ticket in for that. (laughs) So if I win that, one of my walls here in my apartment is going to suddenly have (laughs) the D&D movie poster all over. We got our picture taken on the stand-up poster in the theater that we went to. Yes, down in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but here's the thing, and I mean, it's been, it's been a very strange thing to realize because I'm also a musician, um, in a band called Red Treasure here in Los Angeles. Um, we've been together since 2017. We've put out two albums. We've performed at clubs all over LA. Um, we've even done shows in like Anaheim and Chino around uh, a little far away from, um, LA. Um, but, and, and we were sort of going strong through the pandemic. Actually, we were doing zoom acoustic concerts because we couldn't do live, you know, in person during the pandemic. Um, but really the bands sort of seemed to peter out a little bit. Like, um, part of that is just, I was doing so much stuff with Dungeons and Dragons that, you know, I didn't, you know, just the way I organized my time, I just didn't put as much time into the band, but also like my primary bandmate, Gabriel, he's been going through some life changes. Um, you know, he's moved, he's, he's had a girlfriend for a while, but, you know, um, I, I think his life is expanding in that way. They, they got a dog together. There's all this stuff going on. Anyway, um, so recently, it like, I feel like the universe has been telling me, like, oh, but it's, but, but I wasn't meant to just, like, let the band go completely. And now it feels like I'm getting these indicators, like these indicating experiences where it's like the universe is like, hey, you know, now what there's. What would one of them be? I'm curious. Um, so Gabe and I, Gabe is the other musician in the band. He and I have day jobs for the same company. Um, we work in different departments, but um, we see each other every now and then because we go to the same workplace and everything. Um, we were at a work event. Uh, one of our coworkers had a birthday party and um, after work in, in this uh, bar restaurant. And uh, one of our coworkers, um, who neither of us knew very well, um, came up to us, we were just talking about things and um, the, the, our mutual coworker asked me to do karaoke with her. She wanted to do um, Bohemian Rhapsody by Queen with karaoke. Turns out she was just kidding. <laughs> oh. And she didn't know I was a musician. So like, I was all ready to like, oh man, there's a lot of high notes in that. And like, <laughs> like I'm like getting ready to go. Yeah. And she had no intention of actually doing it. She was just kidding around. Like she heard that the bar had karaoke, so she was making a joke. But so that just led to a conversation. Gabriel actually came over at that point um, to talk to me and I was already in conversation with her, um, our coworker, Alejandra, who did not know she was gonna get mentioned on this podcast today. <laughs> Hi, um, Alejandra. <laughs> and, you know, she was, she just didn't know anything about us. Like a lot of our coworkers at that place know about it because we've been in the band since 2017. You know, some of the people at that place are fans and everything, but, um, Alejandra didn't know anything about it. So we, she was really curious she was asking us about it. And so we were telling her kind of some of our experiences and, and everything. And she just kept saying like, I can't wait to see you guys live. Like I, oh. you know, she wanted us to send her a bunch of, you know, like our links to our music yeah, and videos yeah. and stuff. And we did that. And then even after the party the next day, after she'd watched some of our videos, she's like, you guys are great. I want to see you guys live. Like, oh, I can't wait to God. see you guys live. Um, and there, there's been a few other things, but that was the major thing. It's just like, yeah. it just felt like, I think that's the gift these days. It's like, sometimes I am 
and especially before I knew about the law of attraction, I was just oblivious to clues like that, that the universe yeah, gives yeah, you, you know? Yeah. Um, Cause, and the other thing is I don't ever, you know, sort of your thing about nibbles from last week's episode, like it was nibbles in the animal. Sorry. If you don't know this, if you don't get the details of this, you got to listen to last week's episode if you haven't already. Um, but when you were talking to the animal communicator was, was helping you talk to your dog nibbles um, and nibble said, to the communicator, um, I really love my family. I want to live with Stephanie. Now that was an external something, someone external to you, <laughs> meaning Nibbles, who was saying that. But there was an internal truth that you actually had in your gut before that. Yeah. But as we talked about last week, you're listening to all sorts of facts, you know, that were like, I can't have a dog and run around. But like your heart or your inner being or whatever, yeah, your yeah. connection to your higher power was like, oh, no, I do want to keep nibbles. And nibbles, that experience was like that. So one of the gifts, I think, of doing this work for as many years as I have is when I get that sort of experience, I'm like, oh, that's not just some random person who just randomly said they wanted to. Like there was there was something about it that's just like yeah. if you saw it in a movie, the audience would know like, oh, that's a really oh, yeah, thing. yeah, you know? yeah. So but here's the thing. You know, I, I do have a day job that I've had for, you know, several years. Okay, to like, pause. Yes. I'm going to pause you. Okay. This is like because, a coaching session. Yeah. <laughs> you know, even when, even when you, in between, yeah. Yeah. um, I know you're going <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, we're going to do a little coaching session here. <laughs> um, and I, I really wanted you to hit record because I thought it, I think it's really important for all of our listeners to hear this, right? Because mm. we can yeah. all relate, you know, like in our last week's episode, I had a lot of resistance. And so the reason why I'm going to pause you is because now you're going to name off all those reasons the why facts. you can't just like, last week. Yeah. just like I told, I said to the animal communicator when she said to me, well, Nibble said that he really loves his family. Nibble said, I love my family, yeah. but I want to live with Stephanie. And when she yeah. said that to me, relayed that information to me, I'm going to cry right now. I said to her, I don't want a full-time dog. Yeah. I I can't have an animal where I live. Yeah. I'm going to be getting outside employment. I can't how yeah, facts. Right? <laughs> These were real to me. These were so real to me. Of and some I of them can't. are absolutely true. Like it's not right. And and because of my recent experience, what ended up happening? Because always after the fact that when I can look back, right? After mm -hmm. the fact that I can look back of how my heart and soul was like, I want him to have a good home. Yeah. The universe like you do and you're the home. I didn't know that. Yeah. But him staying here and, and, you know, I, I asked my landlady, you know, can he be here while I rehome him? And, and I've done everything in my power. To, you know, he stays in my room when I need to take him outside, I make sure blue, who's the other dog that doesn't like other dogs very much. I have, she's either outside or in another room. You know, I've done my best to keep them separate so that he is nibbles is safe and there's no conflict at all. Um, and so just this gradual softening of resistance has helped me come to that knowingness that mm -hmm. you heard. I didn't know it in the moment. Same thing right now. I'm hearing you have a lot of resistance because mm -hmm. you have these facts. Yeah. And what will probably happen as always 
the universe curves things shift a little it might be a little uncomfortable they shift they shift they get a little less uncomfortable and then the outcome is like right now i'm thinking dude you can have dungeons and dragons in your life yeah you can have your day job yeah and you can have because i remember you talking about the dungeons and dragons you're like I don't know where I'm going to find time to do all this stuff. hundred percent. A hundred percent. I mean, I remember crystal clear. I mean, I'm glad I told you so you could remind me also, but like, I remember 100% believing because I know Dungeons and Dragons because I love it and I'm passionate about it, but also because it's, it's like a lot of hobbies. It can, once you get into it, there's a lot of stuff you could do, you know? I, and I was, I remember thinking I 100% don't have time to enjoy Dungeons and Dragons the way I would like to. Like I would only be able to devote X hours a week and that's that's not enough to really, you know, enjoy it. And I use that fact, I'm doing air quotes for the audio listeners, um, as a reason for many, many, many years to just not even try to play because mm-hmm. because of that, that I allowed that belief to just be a, you know, a barrier in my way. And what I think you just helped me really realize is that, yes, all those facts were going to bubble up if I'd been allowed to, my brain would have just like shot them out my mouth at you, like, meh, meh, meh. but underneath that, and we talked about this last week too, but underneath the facts is I have to figure out how it'll all work, which, which now another fallacy, is, as you I said in last week's episode. Yeah. yeah. I don't have to f- figure that out. And, th- and this is the thing I was talking about with uh, my group of friends uh, yesterday. Also, I think I mentioned this last week episode, sorry. Um, <laughs> but like, it feels like when, cause, okay. So if I acknowledge that, right, like, okay, I have this belief that I have to figure out, okay, uh, and Dungeons and Dragons, how's they all going to work together without me being overwhelmed and my life getting out of control. Okay. I understand now because I'm in clarity. I don't have to figure that out, but like, the moment after that feels so scary because it's like, yeah. well, then yeah. how is it going to work? Like, yeah. and, and again, my, our brains that are built to like defend us against, you know, problems, starts and dangers, you know, 99% of the time these days, we're not in danger for our actual lives. Exactly. <laughs> you know, there isn't yeah. a car streaming towards us that we need to like dodge. And do you know why this is so fascinating to me? Do you know why that is? Because in those moments, mm-hmm. you know, however many years ago, we shot off rockets of desires then too, of wanting yeah. to be more safe, of yeah. wanting to feel protected, of wanting to things to work out. And because law of attraction is always working, that went out into the vortex. And yeah. then we then allowed and so yeah. things i mean think about even is is not that long ago of the 1800s when there was no electricity where women yeah. were having to wash clothes with a washboard and now we have all of these yeah. conveniences because of people who lived then and shot off rockets of desire yeah so but that is that hard part and i didn't know that i had so much resistance several weeks ago about you know- my thing specifically, you know, and I'm not blaming anyone, you know, I, I, you know, my whole approach to my responsibility about what I think, what I believe, what I do in my life is like, once I turned 18, 
it was my, I was an adult. It's my job to like manage any of my crap, you know, <laughs> like I might've learned stuff from other people that even some of them might've drilled it into me when I was a kid, but like, I can't do anything about that. All I can do from 18 years old on is just like, whatever, go to therapy, read a book, yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. do affirmations in the mirror, whatever, <laughs> like it's my responsibility. But I do remember, especially when I was younger, um, I think well-intentioned adults, a lot of times, like family members or, you know, people in the church that I was in when I was a kid or whatever, you know, I would say, you know, people would ask me, what do you want to do in your future or something? And if I said something so often, the risk, not from everybody, but a lot of times the response was, well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. You got to figure out how you're going to do that. Yeah. You know? And I, again, I don't, I think the pe the adults that were saying those things were just, they had a good intent deep down, which is just like, we want you to be safe when you grow up. We want you to have yeah. a good life when you grow Absolutely. up. We want you to you know, be happy and safe and healthy and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. But the unintended negative effect with that is that it, tra it trained my brain even further to be like, as soon as I want something, or as soon as I have an idea of something I want to create, my brain is like a second person in my own mind saying, well, you better know how you need to, how that's all going to work. That's the, what do they call that? The critical parent? Yeah. You know, and so, yeah, that's okay. But I've, I've so, even had that experience so with- let me, So I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm just want to ask you this question. So going back to, you're getting these indicators about the band. Yes. And now your concern is like how you're going to fit it into your schedule. Yeah, I think specifically, just give me a little bit of rope here. I won't, I won't go too far with it, but one, one habit that has been damaging in my life that is self-inflicted comes from my own issue is I take on too much and I overwhelm myself mm -hmm. and it becomes stressful and I actually can't enjoy things yeah. as I might otherwise be able to. So my concern yeah. is that like, yeah, I have like what I, <laughs> what I was going to start this episode with was a question of like, what happens when you have too much good stuff? And like you, you actually, yeah. you, you're aware of the law of attraction, how it works all the time. You, you've learned the art of allowing, you practice it. Again, I don't practice it perfectly, but I've been practicing it a lot in the last few years. And now I have so much good stuff in my life. Um, you know, like like I could play D&D &D like all day if I was allowed to, <laughs> you know? But it's like, oh, but now I think I do also want to incorporate, like I want to get back into, the, I, w I would like the band to perform again and make, make mm -hmm. our record that we never got to make and all that during COVID. Um, so it's kind of like, but how do I do that and not get overwhelmed, you know, and not like, you know, feel stressed out and all that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, like, like we were talking before, the way the, the best approach is to say, okay, the universe has a way that's already figured out of how yeah. you can enjoy all those things together. My, the, the important thing to avoid is like, don't sit down and come up with Colin's mind's plan <laughs> that has to be executed perfectly of how all these things will, you know, cause. Well, that's future tripping too. Yeah. I just, I just, mm -hmm started um hearing this a lot future tripping and i i love that yeah because I, I can relate to it and so you're just not there yet so you're getting yeah. indications yeah. that the band will probably start coming together again and i think that's one thing that really it's funny like a lot of times and i mean hopefully other people can relate to this um otherwise i'll feel lonely and like a weirdo uh <laughs> which i've never You're never lonely uh, <laughs> and you might be a weirdo but, like, but there's lots of us weirdos out there to accompany like, you like a lot of times if i want something like let's say i want a new car 
mm-hmm. and I and I identify the new car I want. I put pressure on myself to try to manifest it like immediately. I know, I know. it's immediately. so ridiculous. And it's kind of I mean, like how, how? Yeah, That's mine always how? how. And the universe, I think. How should I say this? It's gonna go the easiest for me if I leave the time frame as wide open to the universe as I can. Now, sometimes you can't. Like that that time in my life where I had 30 days to find a new place in LA. Yeah. I didn't have infinite, I didn't say to the universe like, well, you have seven years or whatever. And, me, and <laughs> same with thing with me when I, you know, when my divorce was final, I got the yeah. letter, I forget what day it was. So I think it was the week before Thanksgiving. And I was like, oh, and I, you know, <laughs> I told Lou, I said, you know, I'll be out by December 31st. And he's like, okay. And then I, and then I said, you know, and if I don't find a place by then, can I have another month, you know, till January? And he goes, he thought for, he paused for a second. He goes, no, let's go with December 31st. And I go, okay. And then I, I was, I remember I was going to go to the movies that night. I canceled my movie movie reservations and I started going through my side dresser in my room. I'm like, okay, I got to get rid of stuff. I got to, I'm going to be moving, you know, and and literally I looked and looked and looked, couldn't find anything. And it was literally like seven days before I had to move out. Mm. when I found this place Mm. seven days (laughs) before (laughs) I had no idea where I was going to go. I didn't know what I was going to do. And yet it worked out literally Colin. I moved in here December 31st. I had packed up all the rest of my things. My car was just loaded. I pulled into the driveway here. And because we have a view of SeaWorld and the Bay and the ocean and everything, I pull up, it was like 845, literally a few minutes later, fireworks went off at SeaWorld. I just got Mm -hmm. chills up my legs. It was, and I just stood there watching the fireworks. The, our next door neighbors were having a party. They were all out on their balcony watching the fireworks. And I almost, it was almost like the universe going, yay, you did it. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm divorced. I'm single now. I've moved out. I'm on my own. I have my place to live. You know, yeah. you're st- it was December 31st. So I woke up the next morning, the beginning of the first of the year. I didn't know any of that six weeks prior four weeks prior, three weeks prior, two weeks prior. And it was stressful, but it all worked out. I, you know, it's funny. Um, this is reminding me of a, of a quote I found and I apologize. I don't remember. I wrote down the first name of the person, but I don't have anything else. So the first name doesn't really help you. I don't remember if it was on social media. It, it must've been on social media or the internet somewhere. Um, and it really stuck with me. And I was like, we should have this as a topic. And now it's like kind of, um, so, sort of feels like perfect timing for me. So this person had taken a um, darkness retreat, which is a new kind of, well, maybe it's been going on for a while, but it's becoming more widely known where people go into a room or a space and um, uh, people who don't know about it, I think it's like you're, you're just in total darkness the whole time. You actually do have the ability to turn on a dim light if you need it. Um, but you're encouraged to be in, in darkness as much as possible. And it's like for a whole day or like 48 hours or something. And some people are finding this helpful as just a way to like process stuff or just sort of get more in touch with their inner being or inner truth or whatever. 
But um, I wrote this down because it was like, oh my God, this is so powerful. <laughs> so this woman's name is Jess, and my apologies, I don't have a last name or whatever, but um, the quote is, it has been almost a year since my first darkness retreat, retreat, and it is difficult to explain how it has impacted me in words. It seems too simple. All I can say is that I have stopped searching. I have everything I need. I am everything that I need. Mm. And the reason that struck a chord with me is because when she says, all I can say is that I've stopped searching. I think when it's a natural thing as a, as humans, we have new desires all the time. Even if we get a bunch of stuff we want, it's just part of who we are. We just desire other things, you know, mm -hmm. Wraps up. but yeah. it's like, as soon as we desire something, our practical, you know, quote unquote selves start searching, which could be, you know, trying to control it, trying to figure out the how could be, you know, and I love how she says she stops searching. I have everything I need. I am everything that I need because for me, that's like the, I, it, it feels counterintuitive, like a lot of stuff, they are allowing, but it feels like if I can just, because that's the truth right now. Like part of me would love to know that we have a show booked somewhere at some club in LA. You do though, that's the thing. Well. Energetically you do. Right, 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 right. right. But it, 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 but what I was gonna say is I'm super happy today. Like I'm super happy, mm. like honestly, my day job, it's not the most fun, amazing thing in the world, but it's great. It is actually oh, great. Oh, what? There's a bunch of things I could tell you about it that, are, that is great. There's some stuff that's not, that I don't like. That's you know? always the case, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, my Dungeons and Dragons life, which I talk, I'm now talking about this all the time here on the podcast. I mean, the people I get to play with, the fun, the creativity, the imagination. I mean, it's just, it's, it's blissful. Like I'm in bliss a lot, you know, mm. over the course of my day. Um, so that's the reality. The reality is I'm super happy today. Like I have these desires. Dude, did you just hear yourself what you said? No. What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> the reality is I'm super happy today. Yeah. Yeah, I am. I really am. Did you ever, ever like 10 years ago, five years ago, did you ever think you would say that and feel it and believe it and experience it? You know, I have to say, Partly, yes. I mean, I feel like I've one thing about me and it's, there's definitely a downside, but one thing I'm, I very much like about myself is that I'm a truth seeker, you know, and I knew when I came into adulthood that I had some issues <laughs> and I had some like things weren't working the way that I really would like them to. But I do have this kind of faith in myself that like, I, I look for answers. If something isn't working in my life, I look for answers and um, and I'm willing to do some learning. If I need to learn new things, I'm willing to try to let go of things if I need to let go of things. And so I do feel like when I found out about, but especially when I found out about the law of attraction and, and specifically the art of allowing with, with, um, Esther Hicks and Abraham, I did think when I was starting to learn that stuff, like, Oh, this is the, sh <laughs> I was going to swear. This is, the, this is it. Like, this is the key to happiness. You know, so I did think at some point I would get here, <laughs> but I definitely had massive doubt along the way. <laughs> well, that's and that's the calling yeah. part that I'm speaking yeah. of because yeah, I exactly. I can I can picture you and I'm like, I don't I mean, think you that's can talk calling. To me. 
I mean, it's entirely think... possible that you'll talk to me like tomorrow at noon and I'll just be like, why is my life so bad? Yeah. <laughs> that the Colin that I'm thinking of, if I was to play that, you'd be like, uh-uh, that's not possible. How? What? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, no way. That's what I'm referring to. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. I'm so happy for you. That's fabulous. Well, I'm super happy for you. Thank you. <laughs> and I, and I, I've been wanting to say this. I've been wanting to say this and I'm like, I don't know when the perfect, it seemed like it was time earlier, but I didn't, it, I didn't want to interrupt you, but there were so many people when I would be out and about with nibbles and I'd say, Oh, do you have a dog? Do you know anybody who would like a dog? You know, I'm having to rehome him. They would always say, but he loves you. Like, like they just it was, saw. It was so hard for me not to say that when you told me that you'd made the decision you were letting go of him because like, I was like, oh. <laughs> people saw, like people that didn't even know either one yeah. of us, but they were in our, you know, they were right there witnessing us. They're, yeah. They saw the love yeah. that was between, and I was just like, oh my God. And I was just so on the track of, I can't. Yeah. That it wasn't even, I was just so resistant. My, I had a similar experience when our coworker Alejandro was so overly enthusiastic about mm. seeing the band's next show because yeah. it certainly crossed my mind to like tell her the facts, you know, like we haven't rehearsed <laughs> in a while. Like and you didn't. That's we didn't. That is yes. progress. It really Dude, is. That it is really progress is. for you to withhold from. And uh, you know, Gabe doesn't even all those. Gabe, my bandmate, doesn't even listen to this podcast. I give him credit because he didn't do it either. Like he he just, you know, I think he and I were like, this is a little weird because we both know. <laughs> like at least in the surface practical world, it doesn't really matter like how far yeah. we are from doing a next show. But like there was something about But that's not even really true. Her getting lit up. Yeah. And especially when she'd heard a few of our songs and she was mm. even more lit up. It's like uh, that's what I should listen to. And then just like the rest of the stuff, just like, let it go, you know, yeah, which may not yeah. be the easiest thing, you know, I'm like, yeah. well, things. and that's why, you know, I keep saying like, that's why we do this podcast. hundred percent. Is because like, I need to keep hearing it. I know you want to keep hearing it and keep practicing it because yeah. it's a, it's a lifelong practice. And like, I really wanted to be the part of the solution and not part mm. of the problem in the world. And I was like, God, a lot of people don't know this information. Like, you know, That's I want to you know. voice it. I want to be an open channel for it. I want to have a yeah. platform. And when you said, let's do a podcast, I was like, uh, okay. And then yeah. here we are in our sixth season and we have yeah. regular listeners. Thank you all. And I'm just like, wow. And we get to talk about this because we share our lives and we've had resistance and we've had ups and downs and joy and sadness and pain. And yeah. we're just real in life. And, you know, how do we use this, yeah. this, the art of allowing and the law of attraction to our best ability to like maneuver yeah. life and win yeah. at the playing the game of life. How do we use, how do we use the most important question? How do we use the Boston Red Sox to teach the world? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't let us win tonight. You know what happens. Don't let us win tonight. But you know, I was here is win tonight. Let us I, win tonight. Not the I don't, was, but let us win tonight. <laughs> I was thinking, Kevin, we got to wrap up because we're we're over thirty minutes. But um, uh, something I want to mention is, you know, it's interesting because for me, 
I don't think I could have, um, if I had, if the universe had shown me Esther Hicks and Abraham Hicks and, and their teachings before I had seen the film, The Secret, I don't think I would have been open to it at all. Like mm -hmm. I needed to see The Secret first and process that and, and try to understand that for a while. Mm -hmm. Then when I saw um, the, uh, the DVD extras on um, You Can Heal Your Life, that, the film, the Hay House film, Mm -hmm. um, where Jerry and Esther Hicks are like, there's a lot of, there's long interview with them. Mm -hmm. I was ready for that at that point, mm -hmm. but I definitely wasn't ready for everything Abraham had to say. Like then mm -hmm. there was a period where like, I listened to one of the audiobooks, I started watching some workshop videos and like, right. slowly, and then next thing I know, you and I are in Anaheim with Wayne Dyer. And, I know, you know, like, I know. But, but I was thinking, you know, like one thing I really love about how I've approached this podcast is because early on, you know, like I was tracking like how many views that we have on YouTube this week, how many listeners that we have on the audio yeah. version across all the different platforms like Spotify and, you know, Apple podcasts and everything. Cause you can get that data and it shows you like, you know, how many did you have, you know, did you have one more listener this week than last week and all this sort of stuff. And I realized early on uh, that that was not good for me because that was, I was, cause again, facts, beliefs, you know, my brain was like, well, if you really want to have a podcast, it should be like, you know, massively popular and you should have thousands or millions of listeners or whatever. And you should have all that immediately or whatever. And what I've realized is over the course of it, like, A, it's just better for me to just come here and just do this podcast and like let the universe yeah, control it. Who know, finds right? it, who yeah, listens to it, who exactly. watches it. Um, and that has gone spectacularly, by the way, because you, yeah. you, you know, when we get comments from Sarah or Jacqueline or Kelly or whatever, I'm always like. Or Lainey. Like yeah. I just, I just showed up and had a, had a conversation with my friend and somehow we're creating something that's helpful for other people. Yeah. But the other thing too, is like, not everybody, like the universe is picking is one way to think about it. The universe is choosing who's, who's ready for this podcast and when they're ready for it. Yeah. And there's going to be people who are in need of it and are not ready for it. Kind of like right. I was in need of what Abraham had to share, but I had to see the secret and then process for a couple of years before I was like ready to hear the rest of the stuff. Right, right. So like our listeners and viewers probably are like, you know, it's like you have to, you, you have to want to learn about this stuff, but you also have to be open to it. You know, right, like, and right. there are some people who need what we have to say and they're not open to it yet. And like, mm. they're not our listeners or viewers yet, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. but they may be when they're ready you know so yeah it's just it's helpful for me to understand that there's a greater you know the law of attraction just the way it works is all this stuff works itself out for everyone you know you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff you don't have to worry about like, well why don't we have more viewers or listeners or whatever it's like you have the perfect number of viewers and listeners right now a year from now you'll have you know the perfect number for then you know like so don't worry about that stuff you know right, like don't exactly. obsess over it but anyway. mm -hmm. So thank you for listening. Yes, thank Yay. you so much. <laughs> we We're like a, a happy uh, family here. Yes, and uh, um, remember, uh, we are posting a brand new episode for you every Monday morning at this point. Um, and we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support us, you know, like us, follow us, subscribe us, whatever, whatever. Um, and thank you so much for the comments on YouTube. Uh, Sarah, especially, has left us a couple of gems the last uh, few weeks so thank you so much sarah for that but for everybody who comments uh, we really appreciate it um all our social media links and our email address are in the doodly do in the description and the youtube version down below uh we wish you 
a happy and abundant week. And we look forward to you uh, joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.